Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field, going back to Sayre, and Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it to do and welcome into more important issues. I'm in the middle of a wardrobe change right now. Um, it's 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 cold in here, and I was like, I gotta gotta make it. I didn't make it before the show. I didn't get a quick change. I don't know what they call it on Broadway. Um, it didn't happen. So hey, uh, this I'm is a family show. There's no need to get full nude on here. I, I don't have to. Thankfully, I'm just just putting on a hoodie. <laughs> We're good. Um, I've lost so many hoodies lately, and I and I don't know how or why. It's very unfortunate, but. I did find a Tennessee hoodie, so that's good. I like that. Um, thank you. I love it. I love this one. Yeah. Um, is that store still open on Market Square? That Tennessee store? The tailgate one? Tailgate. Yes. Called? Mm. I think that's where I got this. so. Gotcha. Actually, I don't. Um, think, I don't think so. Now that I, if I remember correctly, I don't think it is. I haven't been on there in a while, especially to shop. And I think nothing too fancy is, but that place, I don't think so. Gotcha. I know I know nothing too fancy is. Shout out to them. Yeah. They're the best. Um, we are going to talk about that Florida win last night. Big win. Sorry, big win over Florida, not a win for Florida. Um, it was fun. That's the – I would rather not have to come from behind, especially double digits, but when you get to end it in, you know, the win column, as uh, John Wilkerson would say – I, I mean, it's fun. It's all around fun. So we talked about kind of being the, I mean, we didn't, we didn't use the word underdog, but kind of like villains, usually underdogs are the heroes, I guess, but um, definitely felt like a villain last night. So it was a lot of fun. Dude, take on that role. Just be villains. I, I love, and Rick Barnes, I, I don't disagree. Scrapping after the game, whether it's your fault or not, like they, it's not, it's not good. I like guess it's, it's rarely going to end good. You almost had a guy go into the, into the student section. Um, I was worried for our man Joe last night. I was like, I think he can hold his own, but you know, if he, he, he might be at a disadvantage. He's, he's in a seat. Someone's running at him. So um, I didn't know we were going to have to get him like self defense classes or, or anything <laughs> like that. It could be in the student section. <laughs> But uh, it, uh, all good. Um, we'll see a name soon. Tyree, uh, World Peace, coming, coming uh, at you. Very underrated tweet, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> I really thought it would pop off. Um, I thought it would. He, if he had made it into the stands, I think that would have. I think that would have gotten retweets. Yeah, for sure. It, it's uh, it's his teammates' fault for holding him back. Um, we'll also talk about coming up Big 12 SEC Challenge, SEC Big 12 Challenge. I don't know what it's called, the order it's in, but Tennessee will take on Texas. Barnes going back to the old stomping grounds. And, I, you know, we talked about it a couple, couple weeks ago, a week ago maybe, um, you know, what this could mean for, for Rick Barnes. I mean, it's got to mean something. We talked about him being there for 17 years, 16 years. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into all that as after the after the recap there. Um, 
talk a little other sports, move around there with some transfer portal stuff, of course. You're going to have to come up with a good – the transfer portal is kind of a cool name. I think it's because it's a portal. So we need to come up with a good name for our segment that we just talked about, the transfer portal. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, let's uh, – if y'all think of anything, good segment, we can um, we can give you credit for it, sure. I, th- I think it has to have portal in the name. I think I have to make that stipulation. Like, it could sound cool, sure, but I think it could only sound its coolest with portal in the segment name. Tyron Matthew doesn't think it's cool at all. Did you see that? No. One of the uh, – uh, something about it is my stupidity, but he just basically said I hate it. Like I had to – like having people in front of me made me want to work harder, and that's why I turned out to be great or something like that. Something along those didn't lines. He, they didn't get kicked off a team? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, but he did not enter the transfer portal. That's awesome. And like he hates it. I don't think the transfer portal – yeah, you could transfer, but I don't think there was – was there an actual portal or anything? No, I don't I – th- I think the portals are pretty new. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, Yeah, shout out to Elon Musk. I think he was a big proponent in that. So, that's good. Um, well, let's let's jump into Tennessee, Florida. Well, let's recap this game. We, we talked – or I you know, mentioned it. Tennessee had to play from behind there for a good chunk of the game. I'm not sure the exact um, amount of time they were down. The Tennessee just – it was scary because it wasn't – you know, it obviously looked like a game of runs after Tennessee went on a big run to take the lead, and I think was up by eight at one point. Um, so it looked like a game of runs, but it was really scary there because Florida was the only team that had a run going into the half. Tennessee yeah, kind I, of I think they had a, early on. They had a 15-0 run. I think Tennessee matched that – like a 11-0 run or something like that. And then Florida had another 10-0 run in that first half. So, yeah, when you have those two runs and, you know, the the stretches that Tennessee couldn't even get a field goal attempt off, I mean, that was – you're lucky to only be down eight at the half. You had 12 turnovers in that first half, just a ugly, ugly. And it didn't help that Florida basically could – Tyree Appleby threw it up from the logo and it went right in. They had somebody bank a three. I mean, just like that. He also was falling out of bounds late in the second half and hit another three. It was just (laughs) one of those nights where there's just something about going against Tennessee that makes somebody ungodly. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it was really just Tyree Appleby because that kept Tennessee in the game. You mentioned Tennessee had 12 turnovers. Florida didn't really take advantage of all of those turnovers. Um, no, there were a lot of spots in that game that <laughs> Tennessee turned it over, Florida turned it over, Tennessee turned it over. Um, there were very ugly stretches of that game. So, yeah, I mean, Florida had some good play, I mean, from a, a handful of guys. But as a team, if they could have buried – they should have buried Tennessee a lot earlier. Um, Tennessee did dig back in. we got to give credit to our man, Vescovi. He – the rock – he is the rock. He, he's also the dynamite of this team. He's all SEC. If he's not, there's oh, yeah. something wrong with the system. All SEC. He's got to be um, 23 points last night. A lot I mean, of – got a technical, right? Yeah, he did. First half? Yeah, okay. I'll take that. I mean, if you have 23 points and you have a technical foul, I'll take it. If you have zero points and a technical and win. foul at Urosh – 
Yikes. Not acceptable in my book. I'm, I'm, I like the attitude. I like the villain role. But don't hurt your team. It was an incredibly stupid foul. It was also a technical question mark. Yeah, I, I didn't really think that. It, it was a foul. I mean, he did shove him in the back. But. Yeah, I guess maybe you have to go. I mean, when you say it like that, I feel like you have to go with the T. Bring mm. it in there. Yeah, so, okay, fair. All right. But I, I don't understand. Like, that. that's a technical foul. That hurts your team. But what, does Tyree Appleby get any punishment for what he did? Yeah, I got – see, that's a – well, and again, he gets lucky that he didn't actually hit anybody or shove or put hands on anybody. I feel like if you punish Appleby, I feel you have to punish a lot of people on the court and probably some Tennessee players. Because, um, I mean, unfortunately slash fortunately, nothing happened beyond just some chirping. Yeah, that's true. I get that. It, I don't – but, like, chirping in basketball sometimes gets you – Tech. So, yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, I don't know if you could uh I don't know if what he said or what Tennessee players said could matter because like refs weren't on the court at that point. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean it, it wouldn't help Tennessee any, so I really don't care, but <laughs> um I feel like you do have to go back and punish him though, because you didn't punish um Omar Payne. Yeah, Omar Payne for I mean just assault and battery on John Fulgerson last year. I mean so, I I like this rivalry because I, I think that it gives the games more meaning. But good God, I hate Florida. I mean, what they did last night, and then you know they're chirpy when Admiral and Grant were there. It, it was a tough game down in in Gainesville, and then you had Omar Payne thing. It's like, hey Mike, can you uh, control your team a little better? I mean, <laughs> good God, Mike can't control himself. He is very fortunate to, to not win Little Boy of the Week. Very fortunate. <laughs> he got outboyed. I just Teddy, I don't understand Teddy Valentine and him. I mean, they should have just got a table and lit a candle. I mean, they talked the Pat entire Adams. time. Pat Adams was on it, I think, last night, wasn't he? Oh, it it was Pat Adams, not yeah, one in the same. But I just don't <laughs> I don't understand how you can complain about the officiating in the same game that you got the refs to review a play that benefited you, like before the review. Yeah. You can't whine and cry. Like the, you're pitching a fit, and that's absurd. He pitched fits last night, all last night. If I was I mean, Danny that's, White, that's I would change delay. my last that's, name. That's a delay of game. It's the same thing as faking an injury, in my opinion. That's exactly he was stopping the game of play. It's absurd, and I think he should go to jail for it. Straight oh, okay. Jail. Yeah, sure. He would love jail. Jail in, and he and he has to go to jail in Birmingham too. Ugh. I don't know. Gainesville jail might be worse. Gainesville jail. We'll go to Gainesville. Oh, yeah. There's some, there's a lot of Florida <laughs> men in there. <laughs> yeah. It can get weird in Gainesville. So, yeah. Gainesville jail. Um, no, that was, that was absurd. And uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't think it was like that poorly in a, of an officiated game. There were some bad moments, but all mm-hmm. in all, I didn't think it was terrible. I will say what's funny is you get that quote unquote phantom call. I don't know if you call it phantom because there's obviously contact on Vescovi uh, down around the rim that before the replay, I just thought it was a basketball play. There was some contact there, but like unavoidable, not a foul, play on. Well, they call it the foul in Vescovi. You go to the monitor, it turns out it's a hook and hole. Yeah. That cost Florida, potentially, I know the game was seven points, and my brother called me on this when I said it last night or today. Um, that was that might have been the game. That's two point, that, that's a four-point swing. I think Tennessee scored on that possession. 
that that's your that could have been the ball game. And Pat Adams had to make a call there. Turns out to go in Tennessee's favor. I love it. Yeah, I love, I mean, I love it. Yeah, you, you'll you'll definitely take some help from the officials because that's something Tennessee doesn't get very often. So anytime that there is that opportunity, we're going to take it. That that call that on the three pointer. Yeah, I would be furious too. It should have been a foul. Agreed. Yeah. But if we're being completely honest, that guy shouldn't have shot that ball anyway. <laughs> if somebody's that close to you in your face, you shouldn't shoot. It was a bad shot, and you know our guy kind of bailed him out. But they were all—they're all trying to do that NBA pump fake, and oh yeah, I mean it was so so exhausting to watch some of them. It's because they're not good, and then they know they're not good. Florida's not good, and it's very frustrating that we had to sit and listen to Florida fans, which I guess we do this to them during football season, be like. Oh, you're celebrating a win over a terrible Florida team? And it's like, yeah, I celebrate wins. That's kind of why I want to win. <laughs> but it's frustrating to listen to. We're the ugliest winning as basketball team in the country. Okay. We're going to accept that. We have like this is going to be the heartbreak of the heartache kids this year. Heartbreak. I don't know. What do you recall it? Basketball or baseball team, non walk offs. I meant to mention that last uh, or Sunday to, to cheese. Like that's, I'm going to send my bill for my blood pressure pills to you guys. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. So, might have to I do mean, it again this basketball season. During that first half, I was boiling. I was so mad. I was saying stuff about players that I, I'm not going to repeat, um, and, and I would never put it on social media or anything like that, but I was that mad. Well, I was that I mad told- to Rick Barnes. I was, I was saying to myself, hey, let's get to Austin. Let's leave his ass there. I mean, I was that mad. And do I think we should fire Rick Barnes if we would have lost that game? No, but that's how mad I was in that at that point in time. You can start it. I mean, fire it up. Why not? Like, I want to start a rumor about Nick Saban. Just okay. Trying to get him fired. Yeah, he I don't has know what we need to do. I retract that. Uh, take that down. We, we did. We heard from a source. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not saying it's true. We're not saying it's true. Yeah. I uh, I watch. I told I told you and Joe before we started. I, I watched. I thought I was going to have to watch some of the game from the bathroom and not like like my personal bathroom because I went to the bathroom. Tennessee goes on like a 5-6-0 run in the first half. Come out, turnovers immediately. Um, so I, I don't know. I've watched the – I've never watched from the bathroom. I watched the end of the Tennessee-Kentucky game in 2018 from the line of the bathroom at Fieldhouse Social because that's where we went on a big run at. So I, I stayed in the line um, even after I used the restroom. So I, I don't know. I'm sure some people have watched from some weirder places, but I'm – this Tennessee team's gonna be hard to watch from the couch. Yeah, I, I mean they're they're definitely getting carried right now from their guards, and two of them are freshmen. Um, you know, I, I'm the Scovy, Kenny Chandler, Zakai Ziegler. That's Tennessee's offense, and that's most of their defense too. Um, I know you have to have five guys on the court, but it seems a lot of the time we have three. Yeah, and, and it, it seems like you. I don't know, and it's why it's frustrating with with Plovsic that he's been inconsistent because when he, when he's out on the court with those three guys, it's a, it's a good basketball team. And then Josiah Jordan James, a lot of the time picks up some of the slack there too, but there's just no consistency outside those three yards. And even Kenny Chandler not had complete consistency, consistency, not what you really need out of your five-star one and done guy. Yeah. hundred um, percent. It, it is a big, big expectations for him. Um, but yeah, I mean that, 17, five assists, that's what you need out of him. How do you Especially feel about John Fulgerson after last night? How do I feel about it? 
Yeah, like, do you think he's back? Is it? Is this it? Is this what? I mean, that, to the there forefront? was a lot of stretches in there where it seemed like he was back. I mean, that was huge for Tennessee in the second half. Mm-hmm. I mean, use Does that footwork, get to the free throw line. That's what we. That's that's all you need to do. Yeah, and, and I do need to mention too, Kumwa played better last night too. Uh, you know, not for the full time he was in the game, twenty one minutes, but he had better stretches. Yeah, it's just it's just so inconsistent. And it's, it's not like – it's not even con- inconsistent from game to game. It's like even oh, yeah. in each game, it's inconsistent. Oh, yeah. Him um, him rolling out there, any possession, it's kind of a toss in the air. Flip the coin. I mean, he every time he dribbles the ball, goes to the basket, he's falling down, it's a turnover. Um, it's just not great. And, and the one thing I don't understand about Josiah Jordan-James – is how has he not gotten any better getting to the rim in his career? I mean, his his field goal percentage is worse than the team average three-point percentage. And Tennessee's been terrible from three this season. Well, he's missed a lot of those threes, Landon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's part of the reason. Yeah, 100%. But it's like, dude, you're six six, like on smaller guards. Like when you get switched on – Tyree Appleby is on you. How do you not just body him and get to the rim? I I, I can't say any more about how frustrated I am by the front court. It, and I know I don't know if you want to let loot whatever uh, overlap Josiah Jordan James into that mix. Um, yeah, but it, to it's me, been he, very yeah, to me, he's a stretch four. He's in there to. Yeah. I mean, he leads the team in rebounds. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he, he's a, a post player. And he does a good job at that, but, I mean, he's not even a really a ball handler. And he's just been shooting threes, and he had four turnovers last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, just going back to inconsistency, but Tennessee wins. Okay, let, let's let's stop being negative. I'm sorry. That was my fault, being a negative <laughs> But um, Florida had three turnovers at the half. They ended with um, – think 13 with 13 yeah yeah so we we forced 10 turnovers in the in the second half turned a lot of those into points so you know that was a big you know kind of swing in that game it was two totally different teams to me it was like we kind of clawed our way back into it and you know only being down eight to a team that you know made a three from the logo it's like they're not going to come out and shoot that well here we come um and they, they didn't. They turned the they turned the ball over. We made our free throws, seventeen of eighteen, and just kind of was led by Vescovi. I mean, in the first half, everything went wrong. You know, I mentioned the shots that Florida was making. Vescovi was mm-hmm. in foul trouble. He didn't play a lot of the first half. Um, you had twelve turnovers, so it, it was just ugly that first half. But somehow, you're only down eight at the half, so I'm sure that was a huge boost. Um, you know, coming out of halftime, hey guys, we played like absolute crap. We're only down eight points. <laughs> it's de- it's definitely better than the other. Like we played our best half. <laughs> yeah, it's no still game. down eight points. <laughs> you were against Kentucky, or however much you're down at the first half. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. I think this is one of those a win is a win game. You mentioned I'm trying to remember what game it was. You mentioned like, is this a sign that Tennessee can? kind of claw back against the the big guys. Um, and I know Florida's not a big – maybe maybe No, it was earlier than that. But um, Florida's not a big guy, so I think that question still remains. 
but I think it's no doubt that this team can kind of find ways to win in the tough moments, um, which, again, Florida not a big guy. But this is a big SEC game. We talked about kind of where Tennessee should finish and where they want to finish. And if you want to finish where you want to finish, you gotta you gotta win those games. Um, and then you got a chunk of the schedule left that you gotta win. You know, there's gonna be some even bigger games in there too. Yeah, and you know, going back to this team's guards, I mean, what a boost that was from Zakai Ziegler in that stretch where he was basically all over the court, making a three. He had a block. Um, went down, had, had a layup. I mean, it was just – and then, you know, he's the one that's kind of involved with it at, at the end of the game, which was hilarious to me that a team is – I mean, like, the short jokes, I, I'm sure he's hurt them all. So, it's like <laughs> – so, I, I mean, it, it wasn't him that was running through the crowd trying to get Tyree Appleby or, you know, I, I don't really understand what – how you – what is said in that moment that hasn't already been said that makes you right. run out of player. But, uh, yeah, just him – them making that joke and him having just as many rebounds as Florida's leading rebounder with six. Well, and, and you talk about the stretch. This Tennessee team is totally different this entire year without the stretches that Zakai Ziegler's brought to the team. Yeah, 100%. It's spark plug. Uh, and um, – uh, catastrophic spark plug if he ain't working <laughs> yep mm-hmm. so and i will say this too i'm gonna see if i can find it um if i can find the the full basketball game now sometimes they get uploaded here they are um and see if they get it to the handshake right before zakai ziegler jumps in line and sh- and shakes mike white's hand he drops a, a fuck you florida or fuck florida it's and then immediately turns around and shakes his hand i don't think it's going to be in this clip and that's very upsetting mm. Very upsetting. Uh, the draft Matic guy who posted this leave the whole dro- leave the whole broadcast in next time, please. Dang it. That's all I ask. Mm. If it if I find it, I meant to try to find it last night. Totally forgot. Um, but yeah, this guy Ziegler spark plug in a, in a lot of ways. Gets fights charged up. Has eleven points, six rebounds, four assists, two steals, a block. Yeah, short, the- short. I scored eleven points on you and block a shot. Yeah, Tari Appleby had, what, five turnovers? I out-rebounded pretty much your entire team. Yeah, Appleby had five turnovers. So, uh, And how many steals did Ziegler – Ziegler had two steals. So, I'm sure that was probably Tari Appleby. Um, Yeah, he he had a reason to be mad. It wasn't just the the gator jump. He was a little pissed off. He felt (laughs) some type of way. I get it. Um, But, yeah, talking about about those three – uh, combined for 51 points, 13 assists. They're 15 of 30 from the field, not nine of 16 from three. So, I mean, led the way. Yeah, and, and while we're making fun of guard, Florida guards, can we talk about whatever was on Reeves' head? Yeah, what is that? Who – this is – bullying's got to come back in schools. If a guy has a haircut like that, he should be bullied into the next millennium. I mean, that's just a terrible haircut. And I'm not. I, I think listen. his haircut on his in his picture on ESPN is even worse. Yeah, agreed. I don't know how you play basketball with that either. Any sport. I don't even know what that looks like. It looks like yarn. Does he not have a mom to tell him how bad? Like that you looks? know that whole thing of yarn. Like it looks like that is just like. Yeah. Like he looks like Gerald off of Hey Arnold. 
<laughs> I'm not picturing Gerald from Hey Arnold, but I have to look it up. <laughs> the only person I remember from Hey Arnold is is Arnold. You don't remember Helga? I remember the name. I, I don't. You're getting old, Caleb. You're getting a bad memory. I've got the memory of an elephant. <laughs> Oh, no, no, Gerald's haircut is cool. That's that's a dope haircut. I know. It looks like that's what he was trying to do, but, like, yeah, it, it he, he went to great attempt. clips and got it and got it messed up. <laughs> that's his NIL. Let's find out great clips is his NIL deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, um, so, after the game. Like what may? Is there anything anybody could say that would make you want to fight somebody after a game? No, especially when I lost. Ah, I'll take it back. Especially when I won, <laughs> which I guess Tennessee players didn't didn't like try to fight. They didn't like go after anybody. But when people talk trash to me after I win, I, I just I won. Bye. It's yeah. when I you know it's when I lose when I've got chomp, to try chomp. to say something witty. Yeah, exactly. You got to try to say something witty when you lose, but um. Usually when you lose, you just – you kind of – you got to walk away. You lost. The, the, the entire reason you're here in Knoxville tonight is to play this basketball game that we just won by seven points. So, sayonara, my friend. Um, yeah, you you know what, Tyree Appleby and the rest of Florida? Zakai Ziegler is here for three more years. <laughs> His little five-foot-eight ass is going to be standing in a chair every single time chomping. I love that he stood in a chair. That's electric. You had Kennedy Chandler chomp on the way out. Uros Plofsic gave him a nice little, like, not even like a wave. He gave him just kind of like the goodbye. Like, I love when Uros, like people are trying to hold Uros back. He literally just, like, moves them out of the way. Like, he just picks them up and moves them. I've always, you know, when you see coaches try to break up NFL or NBA fights, I'm like, guys, you're the smallest people out here. Right. <laughs> like, just let it be or, you know. It's it, it's always my favorite. Um yeah, but also, no, was, uh, like, well, Tyree Apple, you already lost the game. What if you get up to Zakai Ziegler and he goes full-on, you know, New York street ball on you and just destroys you? <laughs> then you took two L's. That's another thing night. I don't understand. Are you, like, when you walk away, again, from the entire reason you're in Knoxville, are you like, I won the fight? <laughs> I, I mean, I got the better of him in the fight. Show me, show, show me the – not a basketball guy. Not a basketball guy. Show me the stat sheet for for punches thrown and landed. Yeah. Show me that one. Not a, not a basketball. Again, guy. Mike He's White control control your team. Mike White's a little boy. He's got to be controlled. He's he mad because Danny here. White has always controlled him. Danny White makes more money than he does. Is Danny's younger, right? Surely. I don't know. I don't know. They don't know. they look very similar in age. They they do. I just feel like. The Mike White name's been around longer, so that's why I think older. But that doesn't mean – you're right. That doesn't mean that necessarily. I don't know. Get your own, Danny White. That's embarrassing. To have that that kind of attitude with your family name, that's embarrassing. I know. It's his second year or something like that's happened. He's a bum. Every other SEC coach is a bum. I'll say it about everybody. All I mean, they're, they're getting up to Memphis level of trash. Uh, I, when when Tyree Appleby was trying to go after the Tennessee bench, um, he had his fist balled, and and I was trying to come up with a good joke. Mm. His fists were balled. I will say that 
I mean, he'll he's lucky that Taco that wasn't there meme. in the student section. The taco would have knocked his Dude, ass out. He wouldn't have done that with the taco <laughs> in the student section. You don't come back from a taco talking trash to you. That's when you see that that fight never happens if TBA tacos in the crowd because you go to you go straight to the locker room as soon as he says something. Bye. Yep. Taco. So we can blame that on the taco guy. I, we still we we need to find out how many wins he had in in, uh, in Thompson. We never confirmed that. He deleted the tweet. I know he tweeted it. He deleted it. It's not the it's the taco. It's not him. He didn't have those. It was that taco suit that was never washed. You don't think that's, it was ever washed? That's why he, Appleby see, wouldn't hit him. He couldn't get close enough because that man. See, I know that man reeked. No, he looks like a guy that would clean his taco. He doesn't no. look like an OG. He doesn't look like an OG. No, no. that that Landon, taco I'm telling you, itchy. that dude washed that taco. No, that like people who make Twitter accounts for their taco don't not like they wash their taco. It's the, the, the taco. Dudes. It's the it dudes was like, who don't do it. It was too it's brown. The, it's the dudes who don't do it for the fame. It's the guys who are just there to win basketball to help Tennessee win basketball games that don't wash the taco. You think dudes like that are the unwashed underwear? Kind of dudes, not a chance. He was he was a guy that probably like hit it somewhere like under a chair, and like went this and picked is how, it up. No, this is how I know he's not that kind of guy. If he was that kind of guy, his ass would still be in Thompson Bowling Arena for every basketball game wearing a taco. Well, he was like twenty eight years old. He would still be doing it. He's not a real one, and he can go. I'm not in school anymore. It's not cool. Blah blah blah. It's not about being cool. It's about winning basketball games. His mom was, was like, a "Get a OG, job, the- get out." And he had he had no. to move on. Your job's to win back. See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a washer taco. COVID, guy. COVID His happened. Mom, that's why he would have he would have found a way. Did he buy a sign? Did he buy a cutout? He didn't buy a cutout. He's a fraud. He's not a fan. He's a fraud. He's never gonna be in the in the Tennessee fan. Whatever Hall of Fame, I don't know what they do. They don't do anything. He he could have made like the the Vikings guy. Isn't he a fan that drives a Harley? He's not a student anymore. He still does it. OG. Oh my god. OG. I bet he framed that taco. You know he framed that taco. Oh yeah, it's hanging up. Fake. He's a fake. He's a fraud. He's a phony. He's got like a um, what are those things called? The fake people, not yeah. Oh, he's got a man. He's got it on a mannequin. Mannequin, yeah. He's got. I would actually, if I walked into someone's like viewing area, their man cave, if you will, and they had a taco on a man, I would respect that. But, <laughs> but my stupidity. But you'd is, have questions. My question is, do you go and wear that to games? And if he answers no, I'm knocking that mannequin down and taking it. He doesn't deserve it. He's not a real one. We beat Florida. I, it feels good. We, I, I know. I, feel, I love that. I mean, that's why I get to have these stupid arguments with you because we don't have to argue about actual basketball. We won. <laughs> I love it. The talk is, he just commented and said he would knock you out. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Rough and rowdy. <laughs> oh yes, that would be electric. He has I've actually seen Caleb punch somebody, and it's <laughs> you've awesome. never seen that in your life. I did, um, and I loved every second of it. You, I actually have replay to, every night before I go to sleep. You get to mind. fight in a taco, and I'll wear a hot dog. I actually and we'll have see a taco. Who comes out on top. 
Actually, I don't want to wear a hot dog. I like tacos better. You do have a taco suit. I do. Rough and rowdy. Get your tickets now. <laughs> it can't be coming to Johnson City. I haven't seen anything about it. Let's just wrestle. <laughs> like, and, what uh, if they went out there like and just started wrestling each other? Like, boxing gloves and everything and just started wrestling. I mean, that's pretty much what most of them do. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of grappling. Um, I've seen some. I've, I've, uh, have you gotten into wrestling TikTok yet? No, I, I hope I don't get. No, I've seen some cool. Hole. I've seen some cool shit. <laughs> like dudes doing like dudes doing flips over guys and pinning them after. It's insane. I've seen a lot of good fights, which is funny that fights break out at fights. Again, kind of going back into the basketball thing. Like you just fought. Why are we fighting again? I don't know, yeah. but it's it's entertaining. It's entertaining. You think softball dads are bad? Go to a wrestling match. I have seen some of that where the like some some kids getting pinned and his dad comes out there and like rips the other kid off. <laughs> yeah. of <him. laughs> That's a dad I strive to be. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No. LeBron. <laughs> no, that would be terrible. Like I hate like the center of attention thing. I was telling Chad about like I hated playing pitcher because I do not like center of attention and stuff like that just causing a scene <laughs> like singing happy birthday to somebody in a restaurant may, oh my god it I, goes right i'll say this me. i hate when it's at my table but when it's at another table you best believe i'm up oh yeah 100 <laughs> but yeah when it's at my table it's oh no, god don't like so it cringe. don't like it that's no. like I, I know it's wherever not we go for my birthday with my family <laughs> it's it's gonna be like that because that's how my i do kind <laughs> i do kind of want to be the person though that that like Tells people's it's tells people it's my kid's birthday to embarrass them. So like I might have to change that. Because it is so it's so embarrassing. It's incredibly embarrassing. Yeah. But whatever. Is it more embarrassing than trying to fight a student section after a seven point loss? I don't know. Never been in that situation. So Or is it embarrassing <laughs> losing by seven and arguing at, even after the game, arguing with the ref about a play that might have given you three points i it's embarrassing i know that i also just noticed our dates wrong on here i'm so sorry that got it it's january 27th guys i don't know what i said to open the show i hope i said it right then you you, i was convinced (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure i put 2021 in one of our shows in 2022 so a lot of twos very god bless texas Everything's bigger in Texas. Hopefully, a, a Tennessee win's bigger there as well. Yeah, maybe our guys come back with some NIL deals. <laughs> that oil money. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've probably spent – well, no, I've, I've spent more time. In, I love Texas. I'll say it. Texas is awesome. Texas, the state. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually never been to Austin. So, yeah, definitely. Where have you been in Texas? I've been in Houston. I've been in Amarillo. I've been in uh, San Antonio. I've been in College Station. I have been in Fort Worth. Never been in Fort Worth. No. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. It's awesome. No, Dal- no Dallas. Not. I've not been to Dallas. Okay, that's the only place I've been in Texas. Dallas. No. No Dallas for me. Um, I'd like to go to Dallas. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Um, I think this is a big game just from a like 
resume standpoint. I don't think it really has to do yeah. anything with Rick Barnes. I think it, it'd be cool if you beat Texas for Rick Barnes, but like I don't think that's a huge storyline. Um, it's I mean, not it's been pushed yet. If it if it's gonna, yeah, I'm I'm sure it's gonna be pushed out there, but like it, it just doesn't. Like nobody is still there when Rick Barnes was there. Like none of the administration. Yeah, yeah, nothing like that. And maybe it is different because, you know, it's usually our coaches coming back. (laughs) And so, like, actually having a coach (laughs) going back to his own place is different. But, um, yeah, I I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, well, our fans, our fans cheered for Bruce Pearl when he came on the court, which is absurd. Whatever your feelings are about him, you you can't cheer for an opposing coach as he comes out. Um, So, normally, I was about to say our fans hearts are filled with hate. So I threw a golf ball at a former coach here. I mean, for God's sakes. So it was me. You heard it here first. FBI. <laughs> no, I would have, I would have hit him right between the eyes. If I would have thrown it straight up, it did hit him. Like we need to, I, that's not been talked about enough that someone hit him from at least the stands, which is a decent throw. And then we don't know where at in the stands. I don't, th- I don't think any, did we see it in the air before it hit him or did we just we see did. it drop? We did. So is this a conspiracy theory? I think I think Lane Kiffin just dropped a golf ball. That's right, it. Conspiracy. Where were you at October seventeenth? Um, if you get hit with a golf ball, that sucker hurts. Ah, uh, not if you throw. Uh, it depends. I've caught a golf ball barehanded from someone throwing it from several. Like it, they threw it from really far away. It did hit the car path first, and then I caught it, and it stung a little bit, but not like I wouldn't have. It would have hit me, and I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Even in the arm, like in the arm, it would have been fine. Yeah, I'm gonna go with so, Kevin. Just made it up. I like that theory. I, 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 maybe we need to construct. Like, came from the grassy knoll or something. I, I don't know. There's a second shooter on in the Myrtle. Myrtle. Yeah, knoll was a that was a topic of debate. Did you know knoll was a word before then? I only know it from the JFK JFK thing. Yeah, that's I've never used it in any other context, but like Sam didn't claim he knew it was a word. He's heard it so many times. He claims he didn't know it was a word. Mm. I mean, I'll be honest. It took me five tries, and I had every other letter besides K. (laughs) It took me it took me five tries too, but I wasn't like typing it and like I don't even know if this is a word. I I knew what it was when I had that left. Right. This is a wordle show now. How many tries did it take you today? I haven't done it today. Oh, you better get on that. Will you do it right here for us? Like, will you – can we do it with you? I don't even remember what the word is. We can. We don't um, have to. That's, that's – that would be terrible. Let's, we let's can. see what we're we – like, when we're done with everything, we'll see where we're at. If we need to fill content, we'll do that. We did um, watch the AFC semi – like, we watched the an AFC game. Oh, yeah, until last time. <laughs> so, we're known for, for good airtime here. Um. But, yeah, this Texas team, totally different team from last year. Their transfer portal U. Um, they have a kid from UMass, Creighton, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Utah, and Minnesota. Three of their starters are transfers. Uh, one's from UMass, one's from Minnesota, and one is from Utah. Uh, the kid from Utah, Timmy Allen, is probably their best player. Um, leads the team in uh, points and rebounds. Only 6-6. Six, six. Um, and I think Trey, um, kid from UMass, I forget his name. Trey is uh, Trey Mitchell. Yeah, Trey Mitchell. He is 
like six seven, six eight. So it not a lot of size Texas has. Um, very inconsistent throughout the season. You know, played well against Gonzaga and some other teams, but lost some questionable games like Kansas State, Iowa State. Um, only aver- averaging less than 70 points per game. So, you know, if you're doing that against some, you know, Kansas and Oklahoma State and teams that aren't really good, I mean, Tennessee's going to make it difficult on you. And uh, not a great shooting team. Their three-point percentage is worse than Tennessee's. Not by much, by 0.2%. But, um, yeah, still worse than Tennessee's. They're just not very consistent. Um, don't have a lot of scoring. Again, I, I just think this team just hasn't meshed very well because there are so many different parts to it. Yeah, they haven't benefited from the portal quite like Kentucky has. Um, no. They went the opposite direction. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I think Tennessee's an underdog in this game. Um, but, I mean, I think when you look at the – it's not a matchup that you're – concerned about necessarily um not that i don't couldn't see tennessee dropping this game um definitely could see that but not a not an overall worrisome game uh richard mentioned in here 77 70 or 79 77 tennessee i think if tennessee if tennessee lets them score i think if tennessee lets them score 75 points texas probably wins that ball game yeah, I don't see either one of these teams scoring that much. No, I don't. No. Um, you know, I don't know what the under is, but I'm definitely looking at the under because, <laughs> um, you know, the, it, it could be another Texas Tech game where it's 55-53 or something like that. It, it could very no. well be that. Um, again, not a great shooting team. Tennessee has gotten better over the past couple of games in shooting the basketball. I think this is a game Tennessee should win. Now, Texas yeah, I, Texas is 12-1 and one at home. They even played a lot of road games. When they go on the road, they, they're they <laughs> not great. Um, and Tennessee's 2-3 and three on the road so far this season, so they've played some road games. I think that's why Texas is favored. They're 12-1 at home. Oh, well, I didn't. I didn't realize they were that good at home. Um, not that they. I mean, they've obviously had a a good season, fifteen and five. Um, just a few games into into league play, and I just didn't realize that. That's an incredible stat. I mean, to be twelve and one at home, and you still have played a few few Big Twelve yeah. games. So I, mean, I think they're that's pretty athletic team, but I, I don't think they're super talented. They don't shoot the ball well. I think it is kind of a team like Tennessee who focuses on defense, tries to get in transition, and, um, you know, makes the most of their lack of size by getting some rebounds from, you know, Morgan and and Timmy Allen that are undersized posts. Right. Get to the rim. This is a perfect game for our guards to get to the rim. Get to the rim, and then Urosh needs to be. Oh, yeah, dominate. Fulkerson, this should be a game he dominates. Timmy Allen – uh, Trey Mitchell, those those guys like that, I mean, get them in foul trouble. One thing I do think where Fulgerson struggles, I mean, not that, you know, he shouldn't still have a decent game against Texas because he is, uh, you know, a little bit taller. I think he benefits from the bigger guys being able to be a little bit quicker 
get under him. Um, he likes going under guys. So I think the the smaller just presents a different challenge for him um, in terms of how he's matched up this year and how he's played. Um, I think guys that are just as quick as him present more trouble for him. So he should, I mean, but like, I mean, you look at his rebounding stats, that's absurd that he's rebounding that poorly. Um, and that's where you got to really take advantage of Sazen. He doesn't do that. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, definitely needs to do that. I mean, I don't – just looking at this Texas team, I don't think they're very good. I'm not going to go that far. We finally get a real matchup in this um, SEC Big 12 challenge. Um, and oh, maybe I'd take them over Kansas every day of the week. Yeah, maybe that's every a day. trap or Baylor or West Virginia or something like that, um, which West Virginia isn't that great this year. But, Yeah. I like it. No score prediction. Sorry, Richard. Thank you for dropping yours in. We don't do Go win. This is a score predictionless podcast. Yep. Go win. We can do a. It's uh, not going to be pretty. Call if you're prediction. expecting a pretty win, I don't think you're going to get that. that. There's my oh. prediction. All right. Land's going to be real happy when we leave here uh, with a pretty win. Yeah. Love to see it. All right. Well, speaking in, into existence, I'm, I'm downplaying it. <laughs> Prove me wrong. All right. Um, got some more news. Some uh, baseball oh. news, just real quick. Uh, Blades Hidwell. You said uh, that so excitedly. I thought we had good news. That's. Well, we're only 22 days away, but uh, th- there was some okay. bad news. Right. Blades Hidwell um, is out indefinitely with a shoulder injury. You know, they're not really releasing how severe it is. Um, but the fact that they're probably not doing that, not giving a timetable, is probably because it is a long period of time. And it sucks because Blade Tidwell is at that age. Well, it's good for him, I guess. Um, you know, ho- hopefully he has a great career. But he's at that age where he's actually draft eligible after this season. So I hope this isn't the last time we see Blade Tidwell pitch for Tennessee. Um I hope he gets a chance to to come back later on in the season and show out and um, right. because I mean he's probably going to be a first round draft pick, but if you're coming off an injury that's a shoulder injury, you know some teams are probably going to turn away. Um, so I hope he's able to to come back and and really get that draft grade back back up for his sake. So um, hate to hear that tough loss for Tennessee. Go along with Seth Halverson who. Um, was mentioned last week that he has a fracture in his throwing elbow and will be out a couple months. Again, a couple months. I mean, that couple months could be the entire season. You just don't really right. know, especially when it's a fracture. You don't know how that thing's going to heal, and it's in your throwing arm. You got to get kind of get back into throwing shape. Um, right. Kind of teach yourself, teach yourself how to rethrow after not doing it for so long. So that unfortunate Tennessee was. Definitely excited about their pitching rotation and to lose two guys like that kind of here right before the season really sucks. But you do have some capable capable arms. You have uh, Chase Dolander, who is a transfer from Georgia Southern. Um, Camden Sewell, who was in the bullpen last last year, but you know the, probably wanted him to take that Sean Hunley role. But if you lose those two guys, you know I think you got to probably look at him to be a starter. Uh, Chase Burns, 
Jake Fitzgibbons is a um, he was a freshman last year, a kid that they really wanted to see more of. And, you know, hopefully he's able to take the next step because he has a ton of potential. Uh, ben Joyce will probably be a bullpen guy, but it's another capable arm that can throw um, 100 miles an hour. You got Redmond Walsh. So you got some capable arms, but definitely two huge losses for Tennessee um, and two guys that was, you know, Seth Alverson was the Missouri transfer that was their Friday night starter. So um, probably two guys that was going to be in your weekend starter roles. Yeah, that's – it's unfortunate. Hopefully it's a, a short amount of time. Um, hopefully that random guy that never responded is right and we're wrong. That would be – that'd be nice. But Yeah. Um, can't – I mean, you can't catch a break. That's what sucks is, uh, you know, you Jackson Leith last year, yeah. um, 2020, you had Garrett Crochet who had an injury and then he comes back, pitches one game, you know, not very long at all, but, you know, a couple innings. And then COVID happens. I mean, you just can't catch a break. Um, yeah, we, we should have asked Chad Dallas how he's been the only Friday night starter to escape some kind of curse Tennessee's had exactly, in the last couple, yeah. the last several years. Yeah. We missed the mark on that one. Uh, well, extra prayers for the rest of Tennessee's pitchers. Right. <clears throat> if you're a Friday night starter, you are on the chopping block. Just, just get ready. Yeah. Just get ready. Very unfortunate, but – yeah, excited for the season. You know, it's it's not going to get too difficult. You do play in um, Texas and Oklahoma and Baylor yeah. and uh, in Houston, so that that's unfortunate. But you know, those games probably get you prepared for postseason play. But in reality, they don't really mean anything else. Right. Was go go win. Who cares? I mean, next man up. That, that's what this team's been about, the personality and stuff like that. I don't think they're going to sit here and, you know, feel sorry for themselves. They didn't – when COVID happened and that season mm-hmm. just got erased, I, I think, you know, from their coach and everything else that we've seen, it just seems like this team just takes it on the chin and moves on. Yeah. Yep. I, I feel very confident they can do that kind of, and just that mantra, mantra, mantra that they have in the, you know, um, over there within that program. I, I don't think they're going to hang their hats on anything. So that, that is kind of, I guess, the positive spin on that is like, this team is going to, this team's going to continue to fight, and they won't, they won't stay down too long. So yeah. Anything else for for baseball? I know you kind of wanted to briefly mention the the front end of that schedule. Um, I don't know if you want to mention any more of it um, with the. Shriners Hospital Children College Classic. Is that what used to be the Round Rock Classic? No. Okay. No, this, this was is in, actually in Houston. Oh, that um, I thought the Round Rock was in Houston. Okay. Round Rock is in Round Rock. Ah, makes sense. Um, yeah, I think this is actually at the Astros Park, if I yeah, it is. remember correctly. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right, well. Let's uh let's flip to football for for a minute here. Let's season's concluded. I still think we need to evaluate after the next signing day period, which is three weeks away, two weeks yeah. away, three weeks. Uh, so coming up fast. Landon wanted to Landon wanted to talk kind of great again. How we're feeling? Yeah, I mean it's been you know today marks the the year anniversary that Tennessee hired Josh Heupel, and uh. You know, I'll be honest. When that name was mentioned that he was the front runner for the job, I was like, what 
the heck are we doing? I mean, I I said it. I'll admit it. Um, I was not thrilled about that hire whatsoever. I mean, I think we can all agree it wasn't a sexy hire. But um, and then kind of Danny White just hiring his guy just didn't sit well with anybody. Um, right. but it, it seems like he's got Tennessee at least on the right track. Now, is he going to be the end all be all? Jury's still out, but it, he definitely exceeded expectations in year one. You know, he gave this fan base some excitement with the offense and, mm-hmm. and you know, finding a quarterback finally. So I think there was some huge positives for Josh Heupel. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and and I think it's 100% true in what you said, is that the jury's still out. I think there's a lot of people that are ready to write him off. Um, I know it seems like a small fraction, but I I think there's a good chunk of people that that really want to write off Josh Heupel. And I just don't think it's ready. I don't think it's time. You mentioned, I I think he is, I think there's kind of something to what he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. Not that I think he's there. So I very much, I I do think the jury's out. And and I think it goes without saying, but he's 100% the guy. I don't know how people are 100% bought in um, right now. I mean, I think there's just so many question marks. And the thing that really scares me is the defense. Yeah. And, and I know offense is king right now in college football, but you still have to have a, some semblance of a defense. And Tennessee just did not have that most of the time this year. And that just raises a ton of questions for me for a, a, a head coach that does seem more focused on the offense. Um, like that doesn't give me hope that it's ever going to get repaired. And and I like Tim Banks at the beginning of the season. I thought I had some, a lot of questions at the end. So that's my biggest question. Can, can they fix that defense? Can they get guys in here on defense? Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing that Josh Heibel did, and I think we said it when it happened was hiring Rodney Garner. Um, that was huge for yeah. that defensive line because I mean, your offensive defense, especially in the SEC, they're only as good as their, the trenches. Right. You know, Rodney Garner's big and apparently got linked to Ole Miss this year. Nothing's come of that. So that's, that's good. Um, yeah. I, that's big. I, I want to know how big the defense coordinator hire was. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I mean, Jerry's still out on that one. Um, yeah. I, I think he did a good job of kind of getting the most, especially out of the linebackers. But, and, I mean, Purdue just pretty much exposed Tennessee. I mean, yeah, I think we're all like, okay, you know, if we get some guys in here, I think we'll be fine. But the way that they're able to just throw the ball up and come down with it and, you know, just kind of do whatever they wanted. It was very similar to the Kansas City um, Buffalo game. It was just without like whoever the, gets the ball last is going to win. But it was without the spectacular offense. It was uh, correct. It was okay offense. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think there is something, like you said, there's something to what he's doing. Um, he seems to be doing stuff the right way, um, focusing more on who they have more than who they don't have. And I think that was a problem with Jeremy Pruitt. Um, but the way that he kind of, took on this mess has me at right. least applauding him. You know, yeah. even if it doesn't work out for Tennessee, I mean, you got to give him a lot of credit for even taking this job. Yeah, it, was, it had to be a – I don't know if he's ready to leave UCF, how that works. And I know it's an SEC job, but, 
I mean, you see how many jobs are open this year. They, I, I, it's hard to believe Josh Heupel wouldn't have gotten a Power Five job potentially. I mean, depending on the year UCF has, but yeah, yeah, that's a that's a. I mean, I, I think everybody should be able to say coming to Tennessee is not necessarily ideal, mm-hmm. unless you really believe you can get it back on track. So, cautiously optimistic is how I, I'm still feeling about Pruitt or Pruitt, um, not about him, uh, about <laughs> Heupel. Um, cautiously optimistic still about Hypo. And you mentioned it. It was not, you were not very excited when it happened, but I tried to be cautiously optimistic. Find the good in the hire. Um, I think he's found I think the good. I'm okay with the hire. Is that, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. Um, still not ecstatic. Yeah, I, I think the offense, one thing for me that, you know, we mentioned the defense, and that's a huge question mark. But one thing for me is, like, Tennessee's got to do a better job of those short third downs, those short fourth downs. You got to be able right. to, especially in the SEC, you got to move somebody. Mm-hmm. If you can't move somebody, you get a running back that's going to fall forward and get you a yard. Um, and Tennessee, I just don't feel like did a great job of that this season. Um, you know, you saw that in the bowl game. Uh, I know the officials and stuff like that, that's – it's whatever. Um, <laughs> but I, I think there's the execution was not there anyway. Right. Um, you know, props to Jalen Wright for giving it a chance, but a bigger back or, you know, a lineman doesn't miss a block or, or you know, they, they didn't pick up a blitz or whatever it was. I don't even remember. But, you know, he got hit in the backfield. Uh, if that doesn't happen, you probably score with ease. Yeah, one under center. Oh. So, should have scored. Yeah. It's an automatic touchdown, isn't it? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think just doing a better job of getting those short first downs yeah. is something Agreed. that I want to see more. And I think utilizing the tight ends even more. I, I know Pruitt just forgot that tight ends could even catch a football. But, um, you know, I think they did a better job toward the end of the year, getting the tight ends involved. But I like to see them. And maybe it's just because they don't have a ton of talent at tight end. Um, I feel like they utilize it a lot, though, for not having just yeah, an all-out stud. Yeah. yeah recruiting recruiting for... is another thing that I'm just like, I'm still kind of out on. Like, I'm not in yet. I know they got some good pickups. Signing day, the transfer portal has kind of been shaky. Um, we'll see what they do. Still, Tom, um, you know, you got after spring practice to get some of those guys also. But, yeah, they're going to have to do a good job in the transfer portal and just do a better job in state. Um, I don't think it's fair to really grade Josh Heupel with, with that class last year, but definitely want to do a better job this upcoming year in state. Right. <coughs> um, I mean, all of like, I'm not optimistic about recruiting. How I mean, it's not going to finish great this year. Hopefully, you just pick up some pieces in the transfer portal, though. <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Tennessee did lose, you know, going to the portal. Tennessee did lose an offensive lineman, Chris Akperogane. Um was part of that 2019 class. Just couldn't find his way on the field. I mean, it's not a huge loss. Um, again, I mentioned he – couldn't find his way to the field, so it's not like he played. Uh, I think you need bodies on that offensive line, but 
I think this was one was kind of expected. I think he graduates in May anyway, so just looking for a different place, I guess. Yeah, and not you know, not a not hating on my guy, but not a huge loss for Tennessee. No, no. Um any other portal news? Portal headlines, portal journal, portal <laughs> Really, name. I, I mean, it, you, you see that with Texas, like you, you get all these transfers from other places and it just doesn't work out. Then you Kentucky, they do a great job at it. I just think you got to be skeptical about at least I think it's good to add like like Tennessee would do. They would get one guy here, one guy here, one guy there, but just basically getting rid of high school recruiting and just getting guys from the transfer portal. I, I think that's a recipe for disaster. So yeah, it's not. You, you see teams that have added like 12 guys in the portal. I'm just like, that's probably not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. <I'm... clears throat> like Michigan state, Ole Miss, South Carolina, you know, I would be weary I know some, you know, Alabama's going to get the cream of the crop. Um, but they're not going to take 12. They're not going to take 12 guys, though. No, no. I, uh, you know, Michigan State, it was an interesting kind of – it was pointed out that they benefited for a lot from the transfer portal last year and started off really good this year. So, I mean, it, it is going to be interesting to see if teams can benefit that much from it. Yeah. I'm excited. I love the portal. <laughs> I love it. Um, also, uh, real quick, <coughs> we were talking about NIL a week ago. And, dude, I was thinking of, like, so you saw where Jay Graham is now uh, development, player development for D1. Did you see that? I did not, no. So, uh, I guess he got that job. And then you have Lee Smith, who just retired from the NFL, um, went to Powell High School. He's opening up his training facility. It's called Triple F. I think Faith. I have seen football. that. They've been running it on the news um, for days now. It's I obnoxious. mean, is that not the perfect two places for like NIL? Wouldn't you want some Tennessee? And maybe they are in talks yeah. or something like that. But I would think that would be the perfect places for some of these Tennessee athletes to be faces or you know go to events or be a spokesperson and an ad or something right i think you think that's where i would look yeah well nil deal got announced sort of today for james pierce pierce was it for okay yeah he yeah. signed with spire um we'll do some events with them um yeah just and then he was on three sports, marked him as a five-star, number 11 player in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we have any questions? I have a what's trending because I want to read the numbers. But... I don't. We, okay. we don't have We're any perfect. questions, I don't think. This is about the, this is about the transfer portal, so let me yeah. read this one off. I sent this to Landon. Um, so this is from NCAA Transfer Portal Twitter. Uh, since August 1st, 1,254 FBS scholarship players have entered the transfer portal. 50, 54 players have withdrew. 625 players have announced new schools. So 52.1% of Porto players have announced new schools. 575 
players remain without homes. It is January 27th. Classes have started everywhere, and they remain in the portal. So it's pretty crazy. It, it is yeah. it is wild. It's fun. I mean, it's fun to follow. I'm a lot. You forget you forget that you know all the complaints about what it's doing to football. It is at least fun to follow. We'll, I'll say that. Yeah, and I, I think with coaches, you know, leaving and stuff like that, there's going to be a huge like it's never going to be. People are like, oh, the portal won't last because of what you just read. It's going to last because, you know, you have big-name players that are leaving because coaches are leaving, um, getting better jobs and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it, it is crazy to <coughs> just look at all those names in there from different places – you know, are they trying to move up? Are they trying to get better? Like you see G5 or Group 5 players um, yep. wanting to move up to Power 5, and then you got Power 5 players that aren't playing. They're not getting really looks from anywhere else, so they have to go um, FCS or something like that. So just insane. Right. Uh, then I also want to mention Lady Vols were down 11th a half to Auburn. They did go on a 6-0 run out of the half. I don't know if they've scored since then. Um, or what what Auburn's done, but so they've closed that down to a five point lead, or five point. They're trailing by five points now um, oh, to start the second half. So come back time for for Kelly and her girls. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Do you have any what's trending? Anything um, trending in your neck of the woods? What? Guess what? Do what? What'd you say? Uh, you said your neck of the woods. What did you say? What was I reading? I was reading something off to you, but I don't even know what it was. <laughs> I'm, I scrolled through Twitter real quick to pull up my next what's trending. and I have um, Tennessee baseball. So um, four youth players couldn't afford bats for their season, and – Tony V and the baseball program responded within minutes and uh, made sure they all had bats. Oh, I mean that's good, but I don't, I don't have a bat either. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't mean a, a Louisville Slugger bat. Drop three, if you will. <laughs> um, also the Hall of Fame baseball. Hall of Fame. Fame. Which one? Okay, I like which one. Um, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, not making it. I just think that's – it's crazy to me. It's like their records still stand, but they're not in the Hall of Fame because they use PEDs. Either so like – go ahead. Is it – like it's confirmed it's PEDs? Like baseball's keeping them out of it? Right, that's not the case. They just didn't get voted in. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, right? the, the, right, the, like the old riders are not letting <laughs> Yeah, see, that's so stupid. That. Like they shouldn't get to have – Demand. If baseball's letting them in, like they should be in. Which also, right. if baseball's not letting them in, Pete Rose, they should be in. So I mean, Barry Bonds is one of like and Roger Clemens. They're two of the best baseball <laughs> players ever to live. Yeah, and you're just not going to let them in because they. It, it's like make up your mind. The, their record shouldn't stay. If you feel that type of way about it, their record shouldn't stand. If they are standing, then you know th- these players weren't suspended. Or anything like that. So I don't understand what's – who cares? <laughs> I vote that every player in every sport should be able to use PEDs. 
do it. Yeah. Also, I feel like they use so many supplements now. I feel like we're always bordering. And they're always like, oh, I didn't know PEDs were in the substance. So your substance is this close to PEDs that. Oh, yeah. It's like, just let let them do it. Open up the, open it up. Where it's like. Also, how much fun was Like one person, like their trainer gave them a substance that they weren't supposed to give them. Like they didn't even know that they took it. (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh. I wonder if there's a specific trainer that like takes all the falls for the guys, you know, cause that's always the, the, the cop out. My trainer gave it to me. I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I wonder who that guy is and how much money he makes. Yeah. It just sucks. Cause those guys, I think that was their last chance to get in. And so they're not that's so able sad. to get in and they let people in that. I mean, big poppy got in cool. He's a great baseball player, but Barry bonds, all of his stats are 10 times better than big poppies. I mean, this guy had like, like the he like three times the amount of walks than he did strikeouts. That's insane. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. So I just don't get it. Joe, you got any what's trending? Oh, did you see Ohio State's their initial NIL data? Did you see that? I didn't. So it says they reported 220 of its athletes have earned a combined 2.9 million. Okay. Over 608 reported NIL deals. That's an average of $13,000. Oh, okay. When you put it like that, I still, I think that number's absurd. I don't think that's real. But like, it's, it, it looks like a big number until you divide it up 220 ways. And yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, C.J. Stroud and some of those guys have big deals. And then, the like, nobody else does. Wait, so it was for their entire athletic department, not just for their football team? It was 220 athletes. Okay. I still don't believe it. I still don't believe that number. I think that's an insane number. Yeah. And it's not even that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very dumb. Hey, uh, Joe, when you were gone, uh, what you missed, I was saying, we were just – I thoughts and prayers with you last night. I didn't know if uh, Tyree World Peace was coming after you in the stands. So, I just – thoughts and prayers just in case. Because um, he had – he would have – I mean, you would have had higher ground, plus for you. He would have been charging at you, plus for him. So, just teasing peas last night. That was, that was all. Dude, you're lucky, like, my girlfriend's ready to bounce. So, like, I mean, basically as soon as, like – it was over. We headed upstairs. I would have laid his ass out anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> rough and rowdy. Rough and rowdy. Let him see this. I'll find him a rough and rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's had enough of the bull crap today. He's not He's not taking anything from Tyree Appleby. Yeah. Especially if he lost the adrenaline I'd have. Yeah. <laughs> Give me one hit. Yeah. He just was that street cred. <laughs> Dude, that's why I hate going out to bars, though, after sports games. Like, when like other fans are there or Tennessee lost, everyone's so mad they just want to fight everybody. I know. Like, I've seen classic bar bumps turn into so many fights. I'm like, guys, <laughs> we've got to calm down here. And everybody's hammered. It's it, it's not fun. <laughs> um, I've got I've got one more what's trending. Okay. Joe, did you – oh, I'm sorry. I, Joe, did you have one? Uh, I was going to touch on the Barry Bonds situation, but you hit that. My other one was I, – I just saw it come out. It's kind of irrelevant, but Ed Sheeran apparently hasn't had a phone since 2015. What? And he responds 
only to emails. So he'll answer about 10 emails like on a couple day period and then close his laptop. And he, that's impressive. Those set. I feel what. like he's the happiest man alive. Yeah. He, there was like a whole article about it. I didn't really read too much into it, but he's like, it's honestly the best decision I've ever made. What does so. he do? Watch the news all day? How does he like understand know. what's going I bet, on? I bet he, there's no way he owns the TV. There's probably there's a lot no of ways. things he just doesn't know ever happened. And like, so he has no clue Barry Bonds is not in the Hall of Fame. I know. <laughs> he has no clue Tennessee beat Florida last night. <laughs> so sad in life. I um, I got to think, we talked about Andrew Luck having a flip phone. Could Andrew Luck be a guy that doesn't own a phone either? Yeah. I feel Andrew like he's Luck lives guy. in a treehouse. He could totally be an off-grid treehouse kind of <laughs> yeah. phone. First off, Landon, he definitely goes to the public library to check his email. Oh, He doesn't own a computer. <laughs> Hundred percent. That's amazing. I, I'm honestly, I envy Ed Sheeran. Yeah. That's no, a, I would love awesome. to be like that, but it's just not feasible. And I love. I guess when you're that level of like <laughs> successful, like, but I mean, like he, his, he probably has assistants telling him whatever he needs to know and stuff. Like, yeah, if I had someone following me around all day and told me everything I need to know, I wouldn't. Have, I would love to ditch my phone. Like, it's not realistic. Not How does he get like? But I feel like the extra benefit when you're famous like that of not having Twitter is you don't have to have all the mentions right? of like the just random trash talk, the trolling just troll. And like, even if like, I know I, maybe they don't name search. I don't know. I just feel like so many people name search. Everyone name searches. Yeah. So even if you're not tagged, you get that temptation. He's smart. He's a smart man. I envy him, but yeah, it's definitely easier for him to do than I could ever do. How does he get like, um, the god i don't even know what to call it something like to like make him write a song like the rights to it like no no like the um gosh i can't even i can't even think of what it's called it's like an experience that like helps you write a song how does he do it on a phone oh wait (laughs) i know what you're saying yeah, like, like um, so he, d- he has no clue what's going on. Like, a lot of people use those experiences and write a song about it. But I will say this. I hate when, like, I hate when artists write songs about what's happening right now. Inspiration. When, that's what I'm trying to say. Inspiration. I, he goes out in the world, Landon. There's inspiration all around you. All around you. Your wife's in there ready to inspire you tonight. And you're not going to be inspired if you're going to be on your phone. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Family friendly show. <laughs> you know this. So you know this is fiction when I say that. Um, right. It. <laughs> are you ready to be inspired? <laughs> I I don't think he needs a phone. And I hate when artists just make songs about like what's happening in the world just to do it. Like it's very like some are good, but most of the time they're terrible. So you're a big Ed Sheeran guy. I feel like we need to go back and like listen to the songs. And we'll be like, oh, that's what he meant when he said thinking out loud. Like, I feel like he's so far behind. Like, he writes something about something. <laughs> like There's newspapers, Landon. <laughs> he doesn't read a <laughs> He doesn't have a phone. He isn't reading a newspaper. What? Have you met a grandparent? If he's just checking emails, there's no way he goes out of his way to read a newspaper. I guarantee you he sits at coffee shops and reads newspapers. He reads every page of the newspaper. He's an Andrew. I feel like he like he gets them digitally through his No, he doesn't. He's a a newsletter guy. No, he is a hard copy. He is keeping real journalism alive. Kind of guy. He hates trees then. 
yeah. he probably does. <laughs> I, if I had to guarantee it, those red he doesn't look like a guy that would hate trees. We'll have that <laughs> chair on the show Sunday, everybody. To uh, <laughs> he's ready. To I don't, we're gonna have to. I don't know. We're gonna have to get him a computer because he probably doesn't own one. It sounds like, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. Ed Sheeran, everybody. I saw Ed Sheeran before I knew who Ed Sheeran was. I don't know how famous he was in 2013 or 2014. I don't know how famous he was then. He opened for Taylor Swift. Yeah, we have. Wish. <laughs> yeah. Um, he had but so he was wearing like a bandage on his hand, and he played on stage by himself. I don't know if he still does that. I'm always very impressed by people who do concerts alone. It's very impressive. Um, and he had like a huge bandage on his hand. And at the end of the concert, he was like, yeah, I broke my, or I broke glass, glass bottles playing drums with him last night. And that's how like he got his hand cut up. I was like, that's badass. Like, that's, that's cool. You got a bar fight. Yeah. You punched. I wish, I wish that was a story, but I feel like beer bottles playing the drums is cooler. That is kind of cool. It's also very reckless. Why can't you just be just... incredibly reckless? Yeah, why can't you just be <laughs> drumsticks? <laughs> he probably has drumsticks somewhere, you know, that he could access. So. Yeah, exactly. Also, I want to mention Tennessee, uh, most important, or Trent West training, Tennessee, USA, one of my teams, beat El Salvador tonight. 1 0. Let's go. My teams are winning. There you go. No big deal. Tennessee Lady Vols also have the lead 49-48 against Auburn with four seconds that's, left in the third. That's why I wanted to mention it. I knew it was about to happen. Hey, what are Don't your thoughts on a NFL overtime? Oh, it's shit. Dog. What would you I think I think we all agree it's terrible. What would you change it to? I think just play like if you're gonna play it out like that, just play another quarter. Yeah. I, I agree. I think I do think the regular season should end like that because you're trying. You should try to end the game quickly. Yeah, but postseason, like, think, yeah, no, that's yeah. I think you play like a full quarter. I think a lot of people want college football, but I just like college football. There's guaranteed points on the field. Like if you wanted to kick a field goal, you could. Right. It's like I, I, you're in field goal range, and I don't think backing it up in the NFL really solves it. I mean, I get. I think if you went from like the fifty or the or or your own forty, I guess in the NFL you could do that, but. Then why don't you just play a whole quarter? You're pretty yeah, much doing that. They're kicking an extra point from where they would start at. And I would love to see someone try to milk like 12 minutes off a clock and score in overtime. I mean, it wouldn't matter for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, taking it 99 but... yards. Oh yeah, I would love. This is so random. Well, so one, there's the two point conversion idea, which I don't hate. Like at least it's better. It's like okay, you can go for it, or you can kick the PAT and just see if you can play defense. It'd be cool if you. Um, I should tell you blank. Like if you uh, – it was fourth and five. You're from the 30. You decide if you get to kick a field goal and then the other team gets a chance. But if you go for it fourth and five, you can play like the rest of the downs out for the touchdown or then kick a PAT. I don't know. There's like something like that where it's like you get one chance to either kick the field goal or you decide that you're going to play out this drive. And if you don't score, the other team gets a chance. See, what I hate about that – the only thing I hate about that is like I said about college football – if the other team doesn't score, you kick the field goal. Like you don't have to drive. You don't have you don't have to move the ball at all. That's all that's the thing I hate about college football. What and I like about college football is, is it's it's yeah. like you said, there's always points to be had. Right. So like you're on edge pretty much the entire time. Now well, they're the thing, now they're like, okay, you score. Now you just do two point conversions from the three yard line. That's the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. heard of. 
And again, I'll go back to what I said about the NFL. I like that for, well, you had that with Illinois. You would think that would end the game faster. And if it would, I think it's great for regular season. But yeah, not playoffs. Like, like I, I feel I like there was a miscommunication with the college one. They're like, okay, after this point, they have to go for two. But well, the, you should still like have to score a touchdown to go for two, not just that, like doing two point conversions. That's the dumbest yeah, thing I've ever heard. Of. That used to be the rule, right? After, and after, I, after I like that. Yeah, I did too. I thought it. I thought it was fine. Um, you had one game that was absurd, and you changed the rule. So and it, that game was electric. It was so much. It fun. was awesome. It was amazing. We were in Nashville for that game too. Yeah. Um, terrible night. Great game. The but yeah, I just had, so like Tennessee gets shafted on the call. All Purdue has to do is kick a field goal to win. That's why I hate that. Like, they don't have yeah, to score. Yeah. They're yeah. in field goal range already. They could have done it on the first down if they wanted to and not risk turning it over or getting out of field goal range. I think my final that, thing, that's thing is five minute, five minute extra, even 10, whatever, like a certain amount of time. And then we go to a shootout, whether it's just back and forth two point conversions or back and forth field goal and move the field goal back every time. <laughs> I'm like, that'd be so fun for a shootout. shootout in the NFL. Shootouts like, would be fantastic. Keep going for two point conversions until someone doesn't get it. I, I I don't mind the shootout one. And then if we if you I think if you are going to keep the current rule, so let's say you want to keep the rule, yeah. the for if you score originally, the only thing you have to change is instead of a kickoff or you can do a kickoff, but to decide who gets the ball, you put the ball at the fifty. And you do a little uh, – is it still the bacon? Is that the game? You start guys on, like, the, the goal line, and whoever gets the ball first. I mean, you keep a you keep a 4-3 four, a four, guy. He's shit at football. You keep him on your roster for that one moment. We got to get the ball in overtime. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I think they should look at that. The XFL should do that, at least. Yeah, we Someone should test should it out that. in, like, a different league and just, like – I would love that. Bring XFL and just – do like random games, like little backyard games, to see who like gets the ball. I don't. I don't know why we don't have anything like that to like. Like Major League Baseball does a great job of like in the minors they try stuff out. Like this year, AAA is doing the robot umpires. Oh gosh, are they really? If it sucks, <laughs> get rid of it. But if not, <laughs> then you can put it in a game that actually matters. No offense to, to minor league baseball teams, but. Yeah, don't we hate on the Knoxville Smokies? <laughs> yeah, let's which also announced their name change. Oh, what is the name change? It's going to be the Knoxville Knoxville Smokies instead of the Tennessee Smokies. Oh, good. I like it. All right. Uh, I think that's all my what's trendings. That's that's all I've got. Any stupidities? Um, Reeves hair. I had that one. <laughs> I have Darren Ravel. Oh, I love it. Did you see this? No, I didn't. So I, I think it was deleted. But he said there have been 55 Super Bowls. No team has ever played in its home stadium. The Los Angeles Rams are one game away. Didn't Tampa win last year in their home stadium? <laughs> yeah, it was last year. <laughs> I, I do have a question about that. Was that true up until that point? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, think it was. was. I think that was a big deal. Team, but yeah. Okay. I think he does that just to get. I mean, he's obviously notoriously just awful takes and bad tweets. I think he just does it now to stay relevant. Right. Uh, my stupidity, I want Landon to do the wordle while Joe gives his stupidity. I just want to see if you can get it in the last, what, five minutes? It took me till the last line, the sixth or took, fifth or whatever. took me five today. Yeah. That six, I think good. it's six, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, six. I got on the fifth. Are you doing it, Landon? Yeah. Keep me updated. 
What was your first word? That's what we need to know. Train. A train? T R A I N. That's good. Yeah. You got two vowels out of there. Smart. I always do ideal, but I. I think I, you. I, I figured out the words Ooh. that are like actually not the very popular ones actually do me better. Like I think I did. Ideal's like, good. I think I did worth the other day, and that actually was like pretty well. Yeah, I try to do like ths, chs, like because if it is one of those, you're gonna get right. two out of it. So shs, you know the good stuff. Yeah, ck, ck is a good one. How 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 quickly did you get null? We were talking about null the other day, or earlier. Was that yesterday's? Yesterday's the day before. So one other. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about it. I think it was one of the later ones because I remember being like, "Oh, they're like actually throwing some hard words in here." Uh, Landon, where are you at? What what was your latest guess? Um, I'm I'm stuck on. It's my fourth guess. You still on train? Four is my popular one, dude. I I gotta play this out, man. Are you still on train though? I I just did the first one. Now I'm trying to do the second one. It's taking you that long. I, I'm just I'm just. I, Putting stuff in here, I'm just seeing, man. Those so are the got, easy ones, two. man. The first two are good. He's got uh, – I think he's got two letters, don't you, Landon? But just, none yeah, of them are in the right spot. Oh. But none of – N and T, and none of them are in the right spot. Oh, I thought he was still a train. I want to tell you so bad. I like ruining things. I want to get one on the first guess one day. Like that would be, I would feel so good about myself. And it's like, it's not skill. It's zero skills involved. It, it would just be nice. I need a win. Bad. Penny Hardaway is on my TV, so I'm going to have to get up here and turn this off. Ew. Also, sorry for the mess. I'm moving this weekend. So, oh, you found out. Yeah, just move. I mean, just just a short, small move, but a move nonetheless. So, Joe, do you have any stupidities? Um, oh yeah, it was gonna be. I think I forget. I saw it on Instagram, and I completely forgot where it was. So I'm trying to find it. I think it might have been a PFF article, but it was like top ten returning quarterbacks for college. And I I understand why Hen Hooker is not on there, but Hen Hooker wasn't even. They did the ten, and then they did like some people to watch out for, and I just felt like. Hendon Hooker not being mentioned anywhere in the article was like a little bit. I mean, I get it. If you're going to go off it statistically, that's one thing. But like, if you're going to talk about returning quarterbacks next year with threats that you already know they have and ones that are incoming, Hendon Hooker's got to be. I mean, like, yeah. And I, I want to see who they have in the top 10. Like, I've already, I think five was Spencer Rat three is Spencer Rattler. Yeah. And everyone was saying that CJ Stroud got snubbed that Spencer Rattler's above CJ Stroud. I would agree. I would too. I would think it would go way. I don't think Spencer Allen's proven anything yet, so I wouldn't say too confidently that he's got number three locked up. Okay, my next word was stunk. Okay, so you got the U. You still just have. So you do you have three now? Yeah, yeah. I have three and the U. The U and the N are in the right place. All right, all right. I'm impressed. Oh man. That's a K for my I use trunk as my my third one. Or my second one, sorry. So it's gotta be UNT. 
This is, is just it? A, I mean, I don't my know. strategy. Some, my strategy sometimes is I like, well, like, even if I know that where two letters are, I won't put them in the next word. Like I'll do a whole new word that's got like three new letters. Cause like, I know oh, where they yeah. went. So I'll just use five letter spaces. If I've got room, if it, I'm fine with like five, I won't. Cause then I can get my right. letters out of the way and see like, like if it tells me T's in there, but in the wrong place, I can put it in like two different spots. Or something. I like that strategy. I'm going to start utilizing that. Yeah, I the list is interesting to say the least. I pulled it up. Oh my gosh, I missed it. You did all six lines? No, I, I no, oh. I, I did the third one. I did count. Okay, all right. So I got everything but the right, the first letter. Yeah, but the first letter. Now you just start going through each letter available. You're like. Yeah, I'm found. <laughs> I'm always doing that. I'm like, nah, no way. Oh, it's mountain. We got him at what number four? Not in four. I'm not pulling that up. All the way to six. I struggled last night. Good job, Landon. Official, <laughs> official Wordle podcast. Welcome. That's I didn't. I, we I did. couldn't see that. That is. That's I'm, impressive. I'm applaud. I'm applaud. Not bad. Take it. Well done. Um, do you have Dang. any more stupidities? Count. God. The <laughs> other the other day I had it was um it was sugar, and I had the S and the AR, and I put solar instead of. Sugar. I did count too. That was oh, did you? One before I got mount. Yeah. Dang. I think I did. All right. Any uh any other stupidities, Landon? We ready to? Move yeah, that's all you All right. Well, boys, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. Go Vols. Heading to Austin for Saturday's game. Um, Rick Barnes, it's, he's heading back home. Getting a win, coming back. Wouldn't that be the ultimate slap in the face to Texas? I think it would be very, very perfect. I, I mean, I, really, I know I, Lane Kiffin got hit with a golf ball, but I'm sure he enjoyed that win. Oh, yeah. You That's always enjoy that win. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, hope Tennessee goes and gets the win. Um, Viscovi's all SEC, no doubt about it. Joe didn't have to fight Tyree Appleby last night. <laughs> Shout uh, out to his girlfriend for getting him out of there. Yeah, Appleby's lucky. Yeah. Um, he, he, he goes home her. in one piece. Um, that's all we got, guys. Thanks for listening. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.